It was 5 a.m. I was sitting in the big chair beside the bed. Suddenly, Larry sprang up to a sitting position in bed. It had been days since he'd moved or spoken. No, 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 no. He screamed at the top of his voice, taking deep breaths in between. This was a very sick, weak man who had lost over a hundred pounds. His colon cancer spread to his brain, which may account for his erratic behavior. I put my arms around him and sat him down on the bed. He stayed quiet for a few minutes, and then he sat up again, swung his legs to the floor, and shouted, No! 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 I tried to calm him by embracing him. He threw me to the floor with superhuman strength. In the moment it took me to get up from the floor, I watched Larry gasp his final breath. He was gone. One might find it strange to know that there is a certain amount of pleasure attached to giving hospice care for the dying. You can feel God's presence and know that you are doing something important for the afflicted and for God himself. Larry's family, being Jewish, observed seven days of shiva, which means mourning. In the house, the mirrors were covered in black cloth. Food was served, and there were stories told about the deceased. Out of respect, I remained for their Jewish tradition. Standing at the gravesite the day after Larry died was more than a time of grief for me. I could only look forward to going home and leaving all this behind. Then I realized I had no home. How do I start over at my age? Where are all my friends who had been removed from my life by a jealous husband? I did some serious soul-searching.